This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Hey, have you heard of the term junk science? It's a bigger problem that you might realize. It's when you have those unproven therapies that get touted as, oh, health changing. It's going to be amazing for you. And people fall for it. A new study says that we in Canada are not doing a good enough job in combating this problem. This study cites the example of stem cell therapies. Now, you've probably heard of these, right? Celebrities are out there on social media saying, oh, it made them feel so much better. It improved their arthritis. Or there's athletes who say it helped them recover from an injury. There are clinics all over North America and here in Canada that are charging people a lot of money to come in and get some kind of stem cell therapy. It's untested. It is unproven, and yet people are paying big money for it. They're paying a lot of money for it. Now, our next guest co-wrote the paper that looked at this issue. It's called Regulatory and Policy Tools to Address Unproven Stem Cell Interventions in Canada, the Need for Action. That's a long name for a very simple problem. Canadians are getting taken advantage of, and the government is not cracking down on it. Blake Murdoch is the research associate at the University of Alberta's Health Law Institute and joins us now with more. Well, Blake, thanks for joining us to talk about this today. First of all, tell me about your paper. What is it that you looked at? Sure. Well, what we did was we uh, reviewed um, the status of regulation in Canada as well as, uh, you know, case law, et cetera, and looked for policy tools that could potentially uh, help uh, take action against these uh, unproven stem cell therapies. So we kind of identified, uh, you know, three regulatory bodies uh, that would be important, uh, Health Canada, the Competition Bureau, and professional regulators. Um, you know, which is, these, these things are sort of known, but we, we wanted to also uh, look at how we could be more practical, perhaps, than some of the past literature on the topic. So, Right. What, what is the problem with some of these promoted stem cell therapies? Well, one of the problems, of course, is that um, they're unproven, which is why I say unproven stem cell therapies. So, um, you know, you have, uh, you know, in the past, like a decade ago or so, we had a lot of uh, stem cell tourism, which is where, uh, you know, citizens were perhaps going to other countries to get these unproven uh, treatments. And now, and now we're seeing it starting to spread in Canada, actually primarily offered by some medical doctors more so than alternative, uh, alternative practitioners. But, um, you know, they haven't gone through a clinical trial process. They haven't uh, gone through the hoops where you need to prove that things are safe and effective. And so, um, you know, very unlikely also that some of them work as there's some indication that they may not necessarily use stem cells or, uh, you know, do exactly what they're claiming to do as well in some cases. Yeah, what are they claiming to be? Like, why would people want to have these therapies? Sure, well, uh, in relation to that, I mean, a lot of uh, people suffer, as you may know, from uh, chronic pain and other things like mm-hmm. that. So, uh, you know, in past studies, it's been identified that uh, chronic joint pain, muscle pain, uh, concerns like that have been the dominant offerings. But there's been all, all sorts of uh, different, uh, you know, proposed uh, treatments in terms of uh, for, for other problems as well, including, you know, things like uh, ALS or even I've seen Alzheimer's in the United States. So there's all sorts of broad claims being made and, and not necessarily with any uh, good evidence scientifically to back it up. Right. So people are desperate. They want help. Somebody makes a claim, they fall for it, and they're going to try it. 
That's right. Yeah, it's something we see definitely with other forms of uh, alternative therapies as well. Of course, these ones potentially have uh, greater risks than some of the other alternative therapies. I guess part of the problem here as well, Blake, is that it, it sounds kind of sciencey, right? People think, well, it must be legit. They're talking about stem cells. Like you could, they can almost surround it in the right kind of lingo and language to make it sound like it's very related to science. Right, and that's kind of a term that at our uh, institute, the Health Law Institute, we've kind of called science exploitation, where you kind of take the language of uh, good science and then use it uh, for something that's unproven uh, to potentially sort of uh, mislead people. And, of course, it, it should be noted that there is a ton of very important stem cell research still going on, uh, you know, uh, throughout the world. But um, if you look at the institutes that, uh, you know, the research institutes internationally, they note that there's only, uh, you know, three or four therapies that are uh, truly uh, proven and ready for the clinic right now. But hopefully we'll have many more uh, real ones in the future. Right. So your study looked at then what governments are doing to prevent some of this junk science from getting out there. And so you found that Canada isn't doing as good of a job as, say, what, the United States? Right. So there have been actions uh, in the United States taken. So, uh, you know, the FDA, for example, uh, has warned clinics uh, and, you know, sought permanent injunctions against specific clinics to stop them from providing some of these therapies. And, uh, you know, the the, the U.S. federal justice has also um, uh, taken some action. Uh, And then the Federal Trade Commission as well for misleading advertising. So if we look at the kind of corollaries in terms of Canadian institutions, uh, you know, until recently there had been very little action from uh, Health Canada or the Competition Bureau. uh, And still no action from the Competition Bureau, actually, but... Luckily, we've been happy to see that the the Health Canada has uh, published uh, recently a position paper where they're stating uh, that these therapies are drugs uh, under the definition of the legislation, and and therefore they're not supposed to be offered without Health Canada approval. Right, but is Health Canada actually getting involved? Right, so this is hopefully the start of uh, where we're going to see some action. Um, You know, there's not a ton of evidence of that yet, but the next step is definitely to see Health Canada going after these clinics and shutting them down uh, or, or, you know, at least stopping them from providing these therapies. And so we'll have to see if, if that uh, unfolds. Uh, we're hopeful for sure. Yeah, what happens in the States then? Are, are they shutting these clinics down? Yeah, so uh, the States has uh, hundreds of these clinics. So in, in Canada, we've got about 40, a little bit over 40, uh, according to a 2018 study. So... There's hundreds of them in the U.S., so it's, it's taking time, uh, but they, they are taking action to shut some of them down. Now, some of, some of the different states are taking different actions depending on the state as well, so that kind of gets complicated, but yeah. Right. What should people look for, though, Blake? Like, if they hear this or they think, yeah, I'm not gonna, I don't want to fall for this, are there questions that they should ask? Are there places they should go on the Internet to find out more information? Certainly, uh, if you see a private clinic offering a stem cell therapy, uh, you know, really the only stem cell therapy you could, uh, or one of the only stem cell therapies you could potentially receive legitimately in Canada that's a proven, approved therapy is, is for leukemia. So, you know, these, these therapies, anything related to joint pain, et cetera, if it's mentioning stem cell therapy, that's a huge, huge red flag. Right. So don't, it, it may sound like it's the be all end all, but we are not there yet. 
Yeah, and and there are risks to this, right? So, you know, it's something that we need more research on because um, these are, you know, private clinics, so they're not necessarily reporting uh, problems or whatever. But in in the literature and in, in some of the media reports, we've seen cases. I mean, you can imagine... Stem cells are, by their nature, able to turn into different types of cells, right? Of uh, cells, right? So if you have a cell, uh, a stem cell, and you inject it into a joint, um, you know, there's no mechanism necessarily to understand or know what that, what kind of cell that could turn into. So you know, what if you inject stem cell into your joint and then it turns to bone? Uh, you're going to have a problem, right? Yeah. And there have been some cases of of these stem cells uh, turning into a different kind of tissue than was hoped for. So, Oh my, that sounds bizarre. It doesn't help, I guess, does it, Blake, that you've got all these celebrities out there talking about how, oh, this stem cell therapy changed their life. Uh, no, and celebrity uh, is something we constantly come up against, uh, you know, when you look at the power of social media and uh, government institutions really have no reach compared to celebrities online. So um, that's an ongoing issue, and uh, we saw that in Canada as well with the Gordie Howe, uh, you know, um, back when he was uh, still still alive here. He, he had that uh, therapy, and it was in the news, and so that, that's been not helpful, um, but you know, something that is definitely a constant issue in in the context of uh, health information. Right. But in the meantime, a lot of people are making money off of this, aren't they? Certainly, yeah. Uh, You know, it's a a multi-billion dollar industry, and that's one of the reasons it's going to be difficult to uh, shut down. And, uh, you know, we got to keep working on that. Now, the other thing is we've got a lot of misleading claims, uh, as you can imagine. So we're hoping that the Competition Bureau... Uh, you know, uh, might be starting to monitor these claims and start going after as well uh, on their side of things, uh, these sort of claims that can't be defended. Right. So you're hoping that the government will finally wake up and say, okay, we're going to have to do something here. Yeah, absolutely. And these are, of course, different different bureaucratic bodies, but uh, we, we hope that uh, they all sort of start acting in concert. And then on top of that, we are hoping that uh, professional regulators, so the colleges of physicians and surgeons, uh, will you know go to their members, so the the doctors in the different provinces, and tell them that they can't offer this, uh, because you know it's been pretty clear now, uh, clearly stated by Health Canada that uh, it's not allowed. So, all right, Blake, thank you so much for talking to us about it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. That's Blake Murdoch. He's a research associate at the University of Alberta's Health Law Institute. He co-authored this paper that says the government really needs to come down harder on these clinics and places that are providing stem cell therapies that are unproven and unfounded. He says it's junk science. If you want to weigh in, send me at cknw.com.